Hello, my friends. Hey, welcome to the new year. This is our first show on Story You Talk Radio for 2022. If you are listening live, we are just in the early days of January. And this is always an exciting time because most of us feel like, well, this is a time for a fresh start. I always think about it that way. And then some years I come bouncing into the new year and other years I sort of crawl in the back door and and I get online around day three. I honestly think this is my first day really fully feeling online and rooted in the new year and really excited about it. And I think we all have real good reasons and excuses why it's been a little trickier. And at the same time, it's time. It's time to claim that the new story is the new you. The new story that you're going to be writing in the next 360 days of the year is the new you. And you have a lot of choices around this story. You might think that it is life that determines all your choices. But if you think back to a critical time in the not so distant past, all of a sudden, everyone on the planet in some way, shape or form was informed that things were going to be quite a bit different. And if you were going to go forward, you were going to have to think in new ways and try new things. And maybe that didn't happen right away. But at some point, you realized it's time for choices. The funny thing is it doesn't require a massive notice to the entire planet that we're going through changes for us to create new stories, new identities, basically, is what we're doing. You've probably seen people that will completely uh, escape like to another country or something like that. And they'll completely reinvent themselves. When I was young, uh, I used to watch gymnastic shows on television and there would be Russian gymnasts and Romanian gymnasts. And one of my favorite of all time, she did what was called back then defected. She defected and came to the United States of America, which means she slipped under the radar, basically, and and got here, you know, snuck in. And I don't know how much identity change went on, but I do know she had to be undercover for quite a while, as anyone who does that has to be. Now, we don't have to do all that to just have a beautiful new year. But I think it does begin with understanding that our past is, is just behind us. You can say it's in the previous year or it's in the previous day, or you could even say it's in the previous decade. It's just how you view past. And then your future, you could say, is in the next day or the next week or or in the next season or 
in the next five years, again, depends on how you see future. But what I want you to consider is that every single day, you have the choice of how you're going to start. Sometimes it seems like you don't. Sometimes it seems like, no, I, I got to do it the way I know how to do it. I know that the alarm goes off at 6.30. I know I got to hit the ground running. I know it's up to me to make coffee for the household. I know I got to be in the car at 7.15. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Well, that's nothing more than a routine. And you might think, no, it's not. I have no choice. It's what I have to do. But in the next several minutes of this show, I'm going to point out ways that writers, that bloggers, that speech writers, that podcast builders, and all other types claim the future that they want to have because they're willing to start with their identity. They're willing to hit the ground with a brand new attitude in a brand new day and run into the vision that they see in their future. So we're going to be talking about that today. Does that spark a little interest for you? I hope it does. And I would love to take your calls if you have any questions about this. Our number here at the radio station is one 298 5569. You can also write to me in Facebook Messenger. You can go to Coach Debbie, that's D E B B Y, and send me a note. You can go to my private Facebook page, which is Debbie Handrich, and also send a note there in Messenger. Let's spell my name for you. Debbie is D E B B Y. Handrich is just like it sounds, H-A-N-D-R-I-C-H. And what we're talking about, again, is this idea that here we are at the brand new first week of a new year. And if you want to claim a new story for yourself, that story starts by being the new you. And it just might be One little tiny shift at a time. It might be several things you are starting all at one time. Kind of be gentle and graceful with yourself. I really like the slogan, keep it simple. I tend to work very well when things are simple as opposed to full of many, many, many steps or deeply chaotic And like I said, as we go through the show, we're going to talk about ways that you can be writing your new story so that you're creating the new and desired you. Now, if you're new to my show, I want to tell you that for 20 years, I was a college writing professor and I went entrepreneurial because 
I had this desire after teaching 12,000 students at the college that I really wanted to start working with people that wanted to write something longer. At the college, you get to work with a student for about 12 weeks. So you're helping them with essays. You're helping them with their fiction stories. You're teaching them how to write a letter to the editor. You're teaching them how to write response letters for their careers, how to write their resumes. There's all sorts of short-term things you're teaching them. But I had this desire because I love to read and I have a deep understanding of books and, and literature. I had this deep desire to help people write their books. So I started a business and my business is Story You Coaching. It's also Story You Talk Radio. That is a capital U. And I'm, I'm really going with the double entendre there. Story You standing for just a, a, a nod to you as in university, but also you as in you the person. You, the person, you, the scholar, you, the thinker, you are the base of your story. And I'm very, very deeply interested in memoir. In fact, many of the students that I work with now and clients that I work with are writing their memoirs, a memoir being some theme-based book that touches on their memories and usually offers the reader some sort of transformation or some sort of significant identity to story. Some of those themes have been around recovery. Other themes have been around family values. Some themes have been around health. Some themes have been around business brands that people do often in the healing and um, mental wellness. And um, I, I guess I also have some, some moneypreneurs in my, in my audience as well. So when, when I make offers, I am making an offer to the person that wants to write. But I am also a certified master level writing coach through Alan Cohen's program. You might know him through Hay House. Uh, I even helped Alan with uh, an editorial team when he was writing his last book. And I studied with some of his colleagues. I continue to study with Robert Holden and what I love about the direction I've gone is that I'm allowed to embrace spirituality. Now, at the college, that was just sort of an iffy topic. What does spirituality really mean? You probably know at most colleges, you cannot bridge that, that uh, you cannot create an intersection of church and state. So spirituality sounding a lot like church, even though in many, many ways it is not, uh, that, that was a real iffy topic to bring up at the college. 
But here on Alternative Talk Radio with KKNW and in my business, Story You Talk Radio, Story You Coaching, CoachDebbie.com is my website. All of those platforms are pretty welcoming of the idea that we can look at spirituality, which means we're looking at your soul's desire and we're looking at where you get direction for your soul. And it might not be in the most practical places that the state will educate you to go. I mean, the state will educate you to invest in a bank. I think that's a great idea. But spirituality is not really about the bricks and mortars of the world. It is more about the thoughts and the beliefs and the dreams and the directions and the identities that you are claiming because it feeds you. It feeds you on a really deep level. And it might be even taking you away from some of the, in a, in a good way, in a restorative way. Spirituality can take you away from some of the habits that you may have created over time. Spirituality can take the lead where maybe um, addiction has played the lead in your life. When you bring in spirituality, it might take the lead instead of the addiction. When you bring in spirituality, it might take the lead over a mental disability or um unwellness. Spirituality can even take the lead in physical unwellness. And I am a firm believer that spirituality can lead you into a fearless writing process. It is one that I help my students and my clients claim. And it is one that helps people when they decide, yes, I want to write a book. I want to write a blog. I want to write a series of podcasts. I want to express myself and I want to share it. And that's what I do. At the beginning of the year, and that's where we are right now in this live show, I tend to make a fair amount of offers and they carry students and clients into about the middle of the year. Right now, I have on offer to join the author's membership. And this is just a really juicy place to get involved in writing your story, nurturing your soul, creating the sanctuary where you do that, being in a community with others that are doing the same. And if you care to, write a body of work that you and I will pass back and forth and develop for whatever your platform is. You don't have to share it with the other community members, but I do encourage you to come to the community coaching where you get to see others and where you can talk about your experience and hear the experience of others. I find those are the clients that publish Those are the clients that find completion. Those are the clients that feel 
really good about the progress they are making. It's not to say that working one-on-one doesn't achieve these goals, but working one-on-one without all the support of community and handouts and my online portal. I mean, a lot of people think that's just extras, but honestly, I, I really do think that's a very important foundation for anyone creating their story and the new you. So the author's membership is on offer. I also have drop-in classes. The price for drop-in classes is for one full year, and that's $900. They're on Sunday evenings. And then I also offer a few throughout the week. And those are not as, as scheduled as the Sunday evening ones. And then also I am offering a three-month, a six-month, or a month-by-month group coaching. And that starts at $375 a month for month-to-month. But if you decide you want to commit to six months, that is $275 for the for the six-month full payment. And I have room in both programs. So write to me if you would like to be a part of any of that. My email address is askcoachdebbie at gmail.com. Askcoachdebbie, D-E-B-B-Y, askcoachdebbie at gmail.com. We're talking about your new story starts with the new you. And don't you think the new year is perfect time to deal with and to massage and to grow the new you? I think it is. So stick with me. I'm just going to take a commercial break right here and then we'll be right back. I'm Gary Mance. I'm Suzanne Mitchell. We're a couple of baby boomers who bring you a talk radio mix of metaphysics and music, politics, and pop culture. And you never know which celebrity will join us for an interesting conversation. Mance and Mitchell is Boomer HQ, Friday and Saturday mornings at 10 on 1150 AM KKNW. Your home for alternative talk in Seattle and Western Washington. Make us part of your daily routine. Alternative Talk, 1150. And welcome back to Story You Talk Radio. This is the start of a new year, and there are so many reasons why any of us, any of us, writers or non-writers, would like just a little personal upgrade to the you, to the me, to the I that we identify with. I mean, one thing that I tend to do at the end of the year and also in the springtime, usually late springtime, is I go through my stuff and I get rid of a lot of stuff because one day I realized that I can be that person that is bogged down if I have too much. 
I tend to be the person who lives in smaller places. I'm not against living in a bigger place, but I am sort of against accumulating too much. I'm I'm someone that's comfortable having organized systems. I'm someone who's extremely uncomfortable with disorder and chaos. So when I go into the new year, it just seems natural that going through my stuff, donating a bunch of stuff, throwing out some stuff, saying goodbye to things that just you know, really, really, really are on their last days. Why am I keeping them around? Recycling stuff. It feels good to do that. And I get a certain freshness, a certain feeling of a new me from doing it. Now, does that take care of every last character flaw in Coach Debbie? No, it doesn't. But sure as heck helps. And so it is one thing that I do to have my new story as I go into the new year. It's just one thing that supports me. So writers, I know, feel very, very, very bogged down if there's too much for their eyes to land on, too much for their hands to get involved in, too much for their their um, sort of their inner desire to go out and seek if uh, there's a lot of chaos in their life. It's really hard to sit down and write and be quiet if your life in some way doesn't have a sense of quiet. If your life is really chaotic, it can be very, very tricky to stop and be because it feels like you're stopping to be in a place of a lot of noise. So one of the reasons I want to help you claim the new story for the new you is because there's places that symptoms, shall I say, arise, and you might not even know about them, whether you are a writer or whether you tend to listen to this show because you know you are the author of your life. You're someone that creates your life, or at least you have a certain desire to find out what that's all about. Think about this. If you want to relate to you and the new you, you have a body you have a work life, you have a home life, just to name three areas that are constantly giving you symptoms on their wellness or their ill health, for lack of a better term. Your body, your home, your work. Let's just take the body for a moment. Um, Have you tuned into some of your body signs that there might be some discomfort. For example, do you have backaches? Do you have insomnias? Are you ever out of breath? Do you have stomach grumbles? Do you have aching joints? I've had all those things at some times in my life, sometimes all of them at once, sometimes one at a time. Those are all messages from my body that the me 
that I want to be. I'm really not quite her. I have symptoms that are saying, you need to attend. Help is needed here. Symptoms are the body's like billboard to say, stop, please notice something's up. Let's work with this. Something that I came to understand about my backache was that at least, at least in, in the mystical, the back, it, the spine, of course, is the place where all of the nerves, you know, jettison out from the back. But the spine is, it's also kind of considered that point of real strength that connects to the legs, connects to the, the arms, the I don't rem- know if you remember that song. Uh, I used to hear it in childhood about the the hip bones connected to the this and the the knee bones connected to the. I can't remember how it goes, and I certainly can't sing it. But it it was this funny song that just reminded you that everything's connected. So if you want a new you in this new year. It serves you to pay attention to these connections and it serves you to listen, writer or non-writer. It serves you to listen to what your body's telling you because there's something there that needs attending. It doesn't mean that you have to put off writing your book for five years. You know, maybe all you need to do is go to the chiropractor. I found out that was the case for me. I went to the chiropractor. He said, oh, of course your back hurts, you know, and of course you've got this pain going down your leg. This is what's called sciatica. I had no idea. I just thought, man, maybe one day I I sat down and my hamstring got poked with a tack or something. It just was just brutally painful and nothing would make it go away. But a professional I sat across from a professional and what I found out was basically that the new me, the new me without a back pain and leg pain uh, was in need of care. Now, that's a really wonderful and mystical message there, because no matter what part of your body is screaming out, it's only doing it because it's asking for a little quiet time, a little caring to improve, improve what's going on in the body so you can get on with what you dream. If you dream of getting on and writing your book and you're not paying attention to that back pain, well, for a lot of people, the book's not going to happen until the pain straightens out or you're just going to have a really miserable experience trying to write that book because the back isn't being attended to. It's not, it's not in that recovery place of the new you. So the body is just one, one place that says, Hey, I know the new you wants to come out this year, but there are some things from the old you that need some repair that need a little attending so that the new you can be vibrant 
just a little attending. Now, there's also, and I won't go into as much detail with it, but imagine that home and work is really the same. Work, while it might not, you know, be like the body that has backache or insomnia or achy joints, but work has a certain level of stress. Are you someone who is lacking the number of hours that you financially need to work? Are you someone who is working, but you're in deep boredom at work? Are you fatigued at work because you don't have a ergonomic environment to support you? Are you maybe working way over time? Friend of mine actually survived six weeks at a job where he was so excited about this new job. And he said, there's only one major downfall. And that is, it's a swing shift. And I think that's what it's called. And he said, so um, I'm going to be working, you know, dinner time until two in the morning. And then, you know, totally different schedule. Well, he made it six weeks. And in the six weeks time, all kinds of body symptoms were putting out that billboard sign that this isn't working. This isn't going to create the new you you want. But he was trying to push and power through it. Uh, he was having all kinds of signals at home because he has a wife and children and pets. I mean, even though he was coming home after two o'clock in the morning, the dog still wanted to get up at 530 and go for his morning walk. So there was a lot of friction. And like I said, six weeks time, it was nice to have the extra pay, but it wasn't worth it. It wasn't worth it. Why? Because he could not write the story of the new you, the new him, the new identity that he wanted to create. He couldn't write that story. And his body and his work and his home life were pointing it out. Some symptoms you might have in your own home life that you need to attend to if you want to write the new story of your life is what are the quality of your relationships at home? Do you have support where you come home? Do you have connections with people? Maybe you live alone and the connection you desire is peace and quiet. If you're living alone, but you don't have peace and quiet, you have isolation, it might not be working. If you're living with people, but you're fighting with them, it might not be working. If you're living alone or with people and you've got gobs of clutter, that might not be working. What if your pet is always sick? That's probably not working so well. The pet of the home often is a billboard sign that says, please pay attention, please. There's often too much housework. There's too much noise. Maybe you live alone, but you don't even get a moment of alone time because living at home alone is just where you go when you're not at work during those 75 hours a week when you are at work. So you got to pay attention to 
if the new you is going to show up in this year, where are those areas where you have some untreated symptoms that the old you is still running the show? Look to your home life, look to your work life, look to your body. Those are three major places. Now, another place which is sometimes harder is the mental, the mental stress place. And this is where sometimes family values are being overlooked or the bills are being overlooked or your financial relationship uh, with money is being overlooked or like I said previously, just your quiet time is being overlooked. How much time do you spend ruminating on thoughts as opposed to really having peace? If you are going to write the new story for the new you in this new year, in the new first quarter of the year, these areas of life will indicate to you how ready you are to go. Now, I do believe that simultaneously, while you are working on maybe some of those achy joints, while you are releasing the job that doesn't serve you and you're transitioning into the new job you're excited about, while you are introducing a new relationship with a sweetie pie or a baby or a new pet or a new sibling or whoever it is, I do believe that while some of these transitions are happening, you can take on some of those dreams and desires you have to, let's say, write your book, write your blog, write your podcast, write your speech. There's really never going to be a time when you're not working out something in your body, your home life, your mental life, your work life, if you're thinking that's got to be 100% maintained before you can step into that new goal of writing a book, blog, brand, podcast, eh, it doesn't really work that way. At the same time, you do have to be thoughtful that timing is important. And if you are on your way to the hospital to give birth to your first child, and it all of a sudden occurs to you that you've been wanting to write a book for the last five years, today is not your day. And that should be clear to people, but wow, I'm here to tell you it's not. <laughs> I'm here to tell you that I have received some really wild and crazy calls over the years. And I've had to be the person to tell someone, let's, let's put the brakes on things for just a, a few months here. Let's, let's do a little bit of talking and let it ruminate and tell, you know, that baby is a few months old. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Give yourself a break. In today's day and age, boy, we are really conditioned to plow through. We are also conditioned to be the absolute opposite. We are 
we are very, very conditioned to take up rent on the couch and not give it up for days at a time. And both of those extremes do not create the new story for our lives. They do not create the new you that you have dreamt about. So in the last segment of the show, we're really going to dive into how to get present. I have some really good tips for you. Stay tuned. We're going to come right back. Hi, this is Marilyn Milano. If you love animals, then please check out my new show, Love Has Many Faces, Tuesdays from 9 to 9.30 a.m. right here on Alternative Talk 1150. I'll be talking with rescue groups, animal advocates, and other organizations that help animals, sharing their stories, and giving our listeners some tangible ways in which they can help make a difference. That's Love Has Many Faces, Tuesdays at 9 a.m. right here on Alternative Talk 1150. Raising awareness, touching hearts, and saving animals' lives. Wherever you go, Alternative Talk 1150 is here for you. And welcome back, my friends. We are talking about the new story you're going to be authoring this year because you are creating the new you. You are taking all that you've been, thinking about what served you and what hasn't, and you're stepping right into this new year, and you're deciding what's going to go with you and what you're going to leave behind. If you're listening to this show live, I want to encourage you, if you have a question for me, I need to receive it very, very soon. And if I get it a little bit after the show, as that sometimes happens, I will write back to you directly. I received a question from Monica today. She says, um, (laughs) this made me laugh, Monica. She says, I'm not sure if you are the person who fields these questions or not, but I do want this to go to Coach Debbie. Yes, I, I am the person who reads the questions. I am the only person who reads these questions. When you write to me while the show is live, I often will announce your first name and the questions that come on, but any time that is not Thursday from four to five o'clock Pacific time, when you write to me, the conversation is just between you and I, and like I said, no one but me ever reads them. I want to jump down, though, to the bottom here, Monica, where you said As I go into the new year 2022, I am really looking for a new attitude. I was told growing up over and over again that I had a really bad attitude and that someday I would pay the price for it. And people were right. There were so many ways that I have paid the price for it. But I am tired of that. And if your show is going to be about a new attitude, trust me, I will be listening to the whole thing. I really need help in this area. And if you are the one taking these messages, maybe we, okay, so then you go on about working together. Yes, this is to some degree what we're going to talk about here. It is about attitude. Yes, 
In fact, I think, Monica, that's a great place to start. If you want a new you going into the new year where you write the new story of how you relate to yourself and how you show yourselves to others, you're going to have to work on attitude because a bad attitude won't get you there. That said, it's, it's a little bit beyond that too. So as I was preparing for today's show, I, Monica, I got to thinking about the fact that I'm, I'm involved in a program. It's called the School of Self-Image with Tanya Lee. And she talks a lot about identity. I decided to do a lot of reading about identity. And one of the sources that I, I enjoy reading is Psychology Today. It's online and it's for lay people like myself that don't have a degree in psychology. But I think I do know a fair bit about it. I took a fair number of classes, but it's also it it also goes above and beyond into vocabulary that I'll never understand because uh, it's also writing to the PhDs of psychology. But let me break down something that I found really interesting. Again, it came from Psychology Today, and it is the combination of a few writers there. But they were talking about you as an identity. And basically what they were saying is who you are, how you relate to yourself is your sense of self, and that it's made up of these four things. Your sense of self comes from the experiences you've had, so that's the past. Your sense of self comes from your memories, again, that's the past. Your sense of self comes from relationships. I find that interesting because that is your past, but it's also your future, and it's also your present moment. And finally, your sense of self, your identity comes from your values. And again, your values of the past, your values are something that are very present with you, and your values go into your future. So if we're going to create a new you, and the new you is all about your identity, another way of saying identity is your sense of self, then half of it is your past, your memories and experiences. But the other half, your relationships and values, that transcends time. Because your relationships and values are in the past, the future, and the present moment, and you get to choose who you relate to and what you value. Now, you might not get to choose as much the memories that call up in your mind and the experiences you went through, but you do, you do have a lot of choice around relationships and values. This is so important as you are creating 
the new you in the new year because your new story of how you are in the new year is about right now. It's about your relationships and your values right now. Never mind the relationships, values, experiences, and memories of your past for right now. Be quiet enough to just be present right now and think about the new you you want. I want to tell you that any new story you are trying to create, whether it's a written story or whether it's the story of your life, it requires that you get present for it. The story that wants to come out of you requires your presence. I tell my students this over and over again because your old story or basically your old identity lived and behaved in the past. But it will continue to be exactly no different in your dreaded future if you don't stop and listen and be really present. You need to hear what matters to you right now so you can choose what you're going to go forward with. And I'm guessing that for most of us, when we quiet down, when we say, okay, yes, I do want a new story. I do want a new identity. I do want to be able to write down and share something. I want that. I am willing to get quiet and present. I'm willing to bet you that some of those memories and experiences of your past along with relationships and values of your past are going to come to mind. But you have an opportunity right there. And just coming back to Monica for a second, who asked, does this require a good attitude? It requires a new attitude, a new attitude that by stopping and listening, you have a lot of choice. I can tell you that my worst attitudes come from my place of the past where I feel that I have no choice. They come from that idea that, oh, I'm stuck. Oh, I can't do this. But when I'm saying that, it's often because I'm not connected to the present moment. I remember this one time I got fired from a job and I went back and I sat down at my desk. I was all of about 22 years old, I sat down at my desk and I just thought, I can't go forward. I can't go forward without a job. Now, in that moment, I wasn't really experiencing the present moment. I was experiencing what had just happened. I had just gotten fired and I was leaping over the present moment into my future going, I can't be here. I, I've, I've lost all source of income. I can't be here in my present. And I just got fired from my past. 
what I didn't know at that time was I really had no relationship to my present moment. And therefore, I really had no conception that I could choose my personal values, that I could change the ones I've had that may have even contributed to me getting fired. I could choose new relationships that may have contributed to me getting fired. I couldn't rewrite my memories or my experiences, not not yet at least, (laughs) but I had to realize that the present moment was getting by me and getting by me and getting by me all the time. Usually when we are feeling stuck, we want to create a new me, a new story about the new year, but we're feeling stuck. It's because we're leaping over that present moment. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to think about the fact that all of us, before we ever got fired, before we had back pain, joint pain, insomnia, before we were worried about bills, <laughs> before all this stuff, we were little, tiny, innocent beings. If you've held a baby in the recent past, you know the innocence of a tiny little child. What's interesting is that most anyone who is solid in their mental health will not hold anything against a baby. Nothing. We don't keep score. If they spit up on us, we, you know, it just, it's just part of being a baby. You know, it was just a mistake. But God forbid that that baby grows up and becomes five years old and spits up on you when you're on your way out to a business meeting. Somehow that can sometimes in some people change things. We don't want to be stuck there. We want to go back, 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 back to that experience of true innocence. When we held a baby, when we noticed how all they have is the ability to breathe and to eat and to sleep. That's about it. That's all they have. They, they dream. They look at us. They listen to us if they have full capacity of that. But babies aren't yet walking. They're not making decisions really yet. As babies grow, we start to have scorecards and we hold things against people. And part of that is because as we grew from being babies, there were scorecards held against us. It's unfortunate we can't remember how loving people probably were to us when we were babies. But the scorecards started with some when we were very young and started with others when we were a little older. Those scorecards, they start to become our clutter. 
they start to be things we believe. They start to be in, in the identity and sense of self. They are those experiences and memories. They are those relationships. They form our values. And what we have to do when we want to write a new year with a new story, we have to go back to those scorecards that were held against us and realized some of the things on the scorecards we put there, some of the things, maybe we really, really regret that we, I have a friend who really, really regrets that she dropped out of school when she was a senior because she became pregnant. I don't know how she thought she was going to go to school and take care of a baby. I don't even know if it was allowed. She has a terrible regret. So that's something on her scorecard that she put there. But there are a lot of things on her scorecard, even around that, that other people put there. We have to go back and clean up that scorecard. We have to clean up the relationship we have so that as we are in the present moment, we feel clean and available to be in the present moment and then to take that first step into the new you, the new story, and the new year. We can talk on and on about this. My clients and students and I do all the time. If you're writing something, I encourage you to go to coachdebbie.com. That's D-E-B-B-Y, coachdebbie.com. If you enjoy this show, please meet me back here every Thursday. It is my joy to share this hour with you. Until next week, my friends, namaste. Namaste.